New Year and welcome to the South Road, boys. 2020. My giddy aunt. We are in the future, bitch. <laughs> the really funny thing, though, and mm. I've noticed this a little bit on the socials, mm. is that people are doing the, let's celebrate the last decade. Yeah. But we've actually still got another year to go until we actually get through the decade. Because yes. we don't hit the 2020s until we hit 2021. To being be a bit, technical. Is it? Yeah. If it's actually, like, from when we start 2010, to actually be 10 years, mm. we actually go through to the end of 2020. Right. But when we were waking up to you in the year 2000, when you and I took the poppy <laughs> road trip down to Hobart, were we celebrating the millennium? Or were we going, no, no, you've got 12 months left? We were, no, we were celebrating the fact that it was now... The year 2000. Right. We weren't celebrating that decade. Really? Is that what you think everyone was doing? They weren't celebrating the new millennium. They weren't celebrating the new decade. Oh, they were. It was the, the new millennium. Yeah. It just wasn't the anniversary of the decade. Exactly. Fuck, it's technical, you're, doesn't you're it? You're a pain in the ass sometimes, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> you just are. Uh, fuck, everyone knows what you mean. Mathematical. <laughs> exactly. <Yep. laughs> Mathematical. Oh, uh, how did you ring in the new year, Mr. Barnes? Oh, look, people know I'm pretty much a party animal. Like, couple, couple I, of, I hit of hard. I hit hard. Did like, you? This, no, this is what I do. Though. When I go for something, yep. I go hard. I go all the way. Bang like, it. if you're going to have New Year's Eve, mm. you are going to get absolutely off your nail, and you're going to have a whole weekend to basically make up for it. Okay, yep. Yep, that's basically... What I didn't do. So you're in bed by nine? Um, I actually, I binged the second series of You on Netflix. Wow. Didn't have one alcoholic beverage. First time ever. Good for you. What were you doing the next day? New Year's Day. You had some plans, obviously. uh, No, just chilling out, really. Tommy rubbing a good lie in. Nothing too major. Yeah, fair enough. Just wasn't really in the the zone of going out and being peoply and and then wasn't in the zone of wanting to wake up and reel the next day. Yeah, like Fuck, I'm an adult. You are. You're so grown up yeah. in your late 40s. <laughs> uh, but in saying that, um, mm. it was kind of nice. Did you what, Did you at least stop Netflix for about a minute and a half and turn on to live TV and watch the fireworks? Nah, I don't fuck about the fireworks. Don't you, Nick? And a lot of other people do around the country, though. Don't they ever? Aren't they unhappy? They are very happy. doesn't matter about the fact that all this shit's been booked in for probably a year, and if they cancel it now, yes- Basically, yes. uh, it'll be nice, but it means all these people mm. are not going to be paid for all these jobs they're meant to be paid for. So all these Correct. other people are not going to have employment. Because I mean, could you imagine Sydney Harbour without the fireworks? People wouldn't go there. <laughs> they wouldn't. Why no. would you go to the? Why would you go to Sydney into the harbour if you're not seeing the fireworks exactly. display? And there would be thousands of jobs. There'll be thousands of people employed. Correct. Just purely for that event. Yes. And not, when I say not just by the people who put the fireworks on, but everything else. All the bars, all the restaurants, all the security, yep. all the cleaners. Everything. Fucking everyone. So it's not just a case of saying, we shouldn't put the fireworks on because it's really inconsiderate and it's a bit rude. Well, no, there's a bit more infrastructure behind that. Those are the people, though, who say art is a waste of time. True. And here's the other thing, too. And I must admit, I didn't really... If I hadn't read this probably a couple of years ago, I nearly would have probably agreed with the people saying the fireworks, the money could be used better elsewhere. Yeah. Um, But I read something, I saw something a few years back that actually said that we should never stop taking the time to actually just have a little bit of enjoyment. Correct. When things are just a bit shit. Yeah. And it's it, it you do need to look after your mental health. 
Look, I, I get at the moment Australia is fucking on fire. Literally, and we're not is, talking about the cricket. No, even though we're is, doing well in the cricket. Correct. No, but we are talking that it's our literally on fire. Yeah, our country is in. I think it's a crisis. I think that's what it's been deemed as. Yep. Um, and that's really tragic. Absolutely, without a doubt, tragic. And for those people who are in fire affected areas, I hope you make it out alive. I really do, without losing your shit. Um, but. Every year the same conversation happens about you shouldn't have the fireworks. Well, okay, so let's not have the fireworks. Why have the tennis, for example? You know, yep. That's an event. Does it need to happen? Oh, the government don't sponsor it. It's a private event. Oh, fair enough. Why do we need to do anything like fund, you know, parks? Here's, a, here's an interesting one, right? Yeah. So the, the, I feel the sporting groups or players that come out and they're doing a few good things to raise money, right? As they should. They've got um, fame. Why not use Exactly. That? So um, in the Big Bash cricket, mm-hmm. uh, one of the cricketers, uh, one of Ben Lynn, she come out and um, they said, if every six I hit, I'm going to give 250 bucks to the fire appeal. So the, the other team Bash. were obviously bowling uh, under. Well, um, I think it was uh, Maxie, up. Um, bloody Glenn Maxwell. Was mm-hmm. it Glenn Maxwell? I think it is. Um, said, well, great idea. I'll do that too. Fantastic. Awesome. Great. Um, the tennis. Apparently, they're doing a charity tennis match. Mm. And during, I believe, the Australian Open as well, every ace, there'll be a certain amount of money. From the Open. Through. Yep. Isn't it funny, though, that we still have to use the entertainment of the sport for the people with the money to donate the money? Why not just donate the money? Yeah, like, well, don't, don't tell well, anyone. Yeah, don't tell don't, don't go down the track of, you know, for every ace, we're going to make ourselves look great. Yeah. By saying with every ace, we're going to donate money. Just grab 50 grand out of your kitty where you've just won five million mm. and just donate it. Well, the thing is, though, because you still, because it's entertainment, mm-hmm. and the reason why that entertainment is able to play or pay those players that money is because people watch it and sponsors sponsor those events. And therefore, with the sponsorship, they get the money. Mm-hmm. If people weren't tuned in, they wouldn't get the sponsorship. Therefore, they wouldn't have the money. Like, it's all part of the cycle. It is a cycle. And look, in <laughs> saying that, don't get me wrong. I think it's fantastic they're doing it. It's great. It, it is they're awesome. U- they're using the tools they've got for a good cause, which is amazing. And they're publicising their event and themselves. Yep. And which, to be honest, at the end of the day, the world Australian. is business. Correct. And here's another thing too. Um, there'll be a lot of businesses that actually thrive mm. out of the bushfires. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. not because they're, they're jumping and taking advantage of people. They just have the resources and the the uh, the property or the, the products or the infrastructure or the equipment that is mm. needed to replenish everything that we're losing. Thanks. So there's going to be some people that make a mint out of it. Um, what's the name that bloody builds all the catamarans in Hobart? Oh, yes. The only reason he became the money man that he is now mm-hmm. is because the bridge fell down. Yes. And he had ferries and made a shit ton of money with the ferries going oh, across the river and back. There you go. I didn't know that. He actually made money out of a disaster. Didn't cause it. No. But there's, well, nothing, s- there's nothing wrong with that because people needed that service. Well, they say that the best thing for a country's economy is war. Well, this is true. Like, that is the best thing. Mm. If you want to boost your economy, go to war because you reduce your population um, and you spend money. You yep, just... I don't know whether Kakistan actually agrees with that. <laughs> no, Durka Durka. <laughs> oh, anyway, you and I are far too silly and not smart enough to be discussing oh, matters no. of this sort of importance. Tell you what, though, <laughs> we brought it up last week. I actually, I played devil's advocate a bit. Mm. I think it was last week and said, look, ScoMo's getting a hard hit. Fuck, 
he's copped it but, in the A today, but in hasn't saying he? That, he's not helping himself, is he? He's not. The, <laughs> the dude's yeah. going around trying to make himself look like the Pope. And instead, he's going to slap like rib. a really bad Kardashian cousin. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard I heard he stuck his hand out to shake someone's hand who slapped it away and went, I'm not shaking your hand. Yep. He's been told to fuck off so many times. But that said, I heard him, I, I saw, I heard a very quick media grab. So it obviously may or may not be in context, but he's like, I'm here to support people, do the best I can. It doesn't matter whether or not they have used me, it's not personal, I don't care. Mm. And fair enough, you know, but... can only do what you can do, but I think fuck. he's in that point now where I think sometimes he just needs to not say anything. <laughs> I think he probably just needs to go back to Hawaii, to be honest. <laughs> like probably better. Maybe that's why they said him there to begin with. Like, Scam, mate, there's some bushfire start, mate, bit of a tragedy. We're going to shoot you off. <laughs> I think... We'll get you out of the way for your safety. safety. <laughs> exactly. I think probably the best thing that they can do... Look, if I was in charge, if someone said, Joe, tomorrow you are in charge of the Prime Minister... And you oh, need be fuck that'd be. Well, I get Barry or Chris or whatever his name is. I get him in because he can fuck up something like no man's business. Yeah, New Zealand Prime Minister. I don't know if it's Prime Minister right there, but should be right to look after just quietly. <laughs> is it Prime Minister in New Zealand? I'm she not sure. Is. Yeah, right. she's the PM. I didn't know if it was the same term we use for the leader in. Yeah, I believe in it New is. Zealand. Was it the same in Old Zealand? Do they call it that then? I'm not sure what happened in Old Zealand. Okay, or just Zealand, because it would have gone Zealand. Zealand? Old Zealand once it had been there a while. Yeah. And replenished it, become New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I've been given the job of looking after ScoMo and I need to help out with the fires. I'd love the merch. Oh fuck, it'd be great. <laughs> ScoMo. Hell no. ScoMo. <laughs> hell no. No, no, because I'm here to bolster his image Okay, as yeah, well. sorry, you're the, you're in the favourable position. The number one thing you do is you wouldn't have him meeting general, general public. Oh, no. No, you get like, actors. Fucking get, get actors, <laughs> get, get his immediate it'd be family. Like the moon landing. Exactly. We'll just get a whole, we'll get a, we'll set up a background yep. like a, that looks like it's been a bushfire. Exactly. But it's not. It's just Barry's backyard. It's just a couple of boys and lighters. Zippos. <laughs> Right. Yeah, we'll just get some smoke machines. Exactly. Me, and he'll just come through the smoke with a with an injured koala. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be like, oh, we thought we lost your scar, mate. I can't believe you went into the you fray just to get that little koala. And it's got made in China written on its ass. <laughs> no, we should have got a real one. <laughs> it's a stuffed koala. We should have got one of those baby Yodas. Everyone loves those. <laughs> exactly. that's, a, that's a big thing right now, baby Yoda. <laughs> Scomo is the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh. So yeah, sorry. Yeah. All right. yeah. So the, the first thing I would do is I would go down to the costume shop <laughs> and get him a replica CFA costume. Oh, nice. Yeah, right? definitely. Don't give him the jacket though. Just right. the pants with the overalls, a strategically soot stained and sweat stained shirt because he Look, can't do it himself. Yeah, it looks like he's just come out of the Beaconsfield mines after the collapse and he's been down there three weeks. Correct. So yeah. he looks like that. Chuck him in front of the Weber oh, and yeah. give him some sausages and serving them to the volleys. Oh, That's all he needs to do. Nothing more. Don't let him talk to anyone. Don't ask him to shake anyone's fucking yeah. hand. Just, you're a fiery, have a sausage. Yeah, look, thanks so much, Scott Bunnings Morrison. Exactly. <laughs> fucking Bunnings would get on board. They'd supply the Weber. I tell you what. Because then, at least then you can say, I was doing what I could. Yep. And there's no snag in that campaign. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and onions underneath the sausage, course, not safety. on top, because yeah. slip hazard, slips, trips, and falls. 
I think that's really his only move Mate, from we, now on. We should take over. Mm. Or South Road Boys Publicists. South Road Boys Publicity Company. Mm. Do you reckon ScoMo's got his pilot's license? <laughs> He's probably wishing he did so we could fly away. But yeah, but I, don't I reckon so. you could chuck him in a helicopter, chuck him in the old Elvis. And get him to dump a bit of water. Dump a bit of water on the fires. He needs to be seen at literally the coal face or the the, the fire. Not just shaking hands with people in the towns that have already been decimated. Correct. Like that horse has Mm. bolted. Yep. So he needs to be perceived to be in amongst it, like up to his elbows. And but you you got to appreciate that he can't fight fires because that is a profession that you actually require skills for. That can do. But he might be able to. I don't know. He might be a volunteer Maybe. CFA member. And Maybe. if he is, well, then what the bloody hell was he not doing out there? But oh, His current miners probably won't let him. Oh, there you go. And he's so like, well, I want to fight the fires. Well, the like, South Road boys will let you do anything. Exactly. Fucking oath. It's when all you... a, a win's a win. <laughs> yep. Look, we haven't lost a PM yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boys. We both lost him. <laughs> but we got a point. So there's a win out of it. We actually managed to turn a negative into a positive with the death of Bob Bork. <laughs> Wasn't positive for him, but you know, positive uh, was there. True. So I reckon that's that's his only move: being a sausage sizzle, or you know, making scones with the CWA for the CFA. Yep. Any acronym, country, 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 and has to be just given a koala some water out of a container of some kind, of some description, yep. and preferably a real koala, not a stuffed one with the tag yeah, that says so "Made in China." Maybe a maybe a water container with a bit of a South Road Boys merch on the side, like Ooh, a bit of I logo, like it. Yeah. or. He could be saving the pandas while he's at it. That's a great idea. No one would think it was weird if he's pulling a panda out of the bush. No, really. I'm in in Australia. I'm not in China. (laughs) 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 Ni hao ma, my fellow Australians. Those poor pandas. Look, he's half scorched. Oh, no, that's right. He's not a polar bear. He's a panda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's what I would do. What do you reckon you'd do? How would you bolster ScoMo's image? Do you reckon that's the plan or would you... You know, maybe get him to do a wild boys afloat style. <laughs> take the shirt off and do a do a po- do a do a calendar. I think and uh, try you and know what Scamo needs, <laughs> and I just don't know whether he can do it well enough because it's one of those things. If you don't pull it off correctly, it's going to be wrong. It's going to be a bad. miracle. All I need is a miracle. <laughs> anyway, he, he needs some real tears. Mm. That's what he needs. He needs to go somewhere, and you actually need to see the emotion. Pour out of his pores, what not he, just his eyes. His whole face needs to cry. What he needs to do then is he needs to do a very old WWE, WWF wrestling trick. Oh. A bit of deep heat. Yep. Up the nasal cavity. That'll yeah. get your tears ducks going yeah, like you just, wouldn't believe. He just needs to look as though he actually cares. That's what New Zealand's Prime Minister's got at the moment. When she goes to these disaster areas, she actually looks like she cares. Look, oh. for all we know, she's probably a complete big. She <laughs> could be, but she's, she's got the chilli powder. Underneath, yeah, the, underneath the eyelids. She's got the uh, the Kiwi version of the South Road Boys doing her publicity all the time. The South Road Boys, eh? Yeah. <laughs> They're doing really well over there. They are. The yeah. choice, eh? <laughs> We're, it's a bit like the Wiggles. We're yeah. the original ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, and these guys are branched franchise. off. franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, I know, she's got great Imagine publicity that. team. Oh, bro, welcome <laughs> to the South Road Boys, eh? And have we got the South African group? Oh, the South African group. <laughs> oh, welcome to the South Road Boys, eh? Uh, Americans? Diamond. How y'all doing? <laughs> and we must have a British franchise. Hello, Governor. <laughs> Welcome to South Road, boys. Consider yourself. I don't know why I'd end up Mary Poppins. Wouldn't we have branched far enough to be Irish? Oh, diddly dear potato. Fucking fodder for you, isn't it? No, I'm thinking of rebranding ourselves to the Worldwide Boys. Well, if we... 
if we did South Africa, South Africa, if we did New Zealand, <laughs> yeah, uh, Australia, and then <laughs> I love it how the Australian one Australia became a really fake accent, and we're actually Australian, Australian, Australia. and Chile, hola, Chile, okay, then we're the South Hemisphere boys. Oh, hello, yeah, yeah, morning. <laughs> Once again, mm. we are a publicity machine just waiting to happen. A juggernaut. <laughs> Definitely. In regards to marketing. We should be on the grill and transfer. Uh, oh, well, Actually, be- fuck, that'd be, that should be the next grill and transfer. You know how they do this? Uh, have you seen the show? Do you Not watch for it? for a long time. Okay. So basically the premise is they talk about ads, what ads are good, what ads are bad or whatever, and then they go to two genuine real-life advertising companies. And give them a an idea or a product that is unsellable, and you need to sell it. Scomo, <laughs> Scomo, make Scomo great. And they'd be um, like, "Nah, this is the last episode of the show." <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was. I think they had one where um, we were going to be the fifty first state of America. Oh, sell really? that, sell that idea. You know. Okay. Um, and it, it's very, very <laughs> clever because they, and then obviously the panel of, um. Not judges, just the panel, I suppose, who are talking on the show. Then they have all come from advertising, and they will say which one's the winner. Yep. It does annoy me that there's only four people on the panel, so they do have a tie. Oh, yeah, you got to have a... No, they split, the, they split the trophy in half and give half to each, <laughs> which I quite like. So, um, But I think that's the newest one for the Gruen yeah, Transfer. Um, Speaking of trophies, that's mm. probably not a bad little segue to talk about something that we need to discuss. It's probably the only segue we're going to get that's yeah. anywhere near close. Mm, true. So, um, Celebrity Deadpool 2019. Oh. We spoke about it last week. We did. Uh, the fact that uh, by count back, by not count back, by law, mm. by Celebrity <laughs> Deadpool, <laughs> it's subclause law, it's an amendment. An amendment. <laughs> An amendment to the Constitution <laughs> of the 2019... Celebrity Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, basically said that because he was younger, his, his death he had was younger, mm. where Bob Hawke, we were tired, but he was older. Yes. means that uh, Sir Bradley Von Rock would actually win on basically like a countback system. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't happy with that. Well, he was condescending about it. Let's yeah. be honest. He wasn't... He, I think he would quite happily take the win, but the one thing that we don't want is his pity, and that's what he's giving us. Yeah. <laughs> and that just hurts more. There's a lot of things in Brad we don't want. Yeah. That's just one of them. I don't know what hurts more, losing or losing and being told, no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> we'll play again next year, carry it over, I don't want it. So that's The old classic hold So what's beer. happened is then we, um, we basically don't have a winner. We do not. We did have some deaths, so which is great. We did. And we were hoping for some last-minute moments. It didn't happen. I was very close. Oh, fuck, Philip. <laughs> I tell you what, I was I was really watching Royal News on there, and was look disappointed is probably the best word I can use. To I, describe. I just, it's a, the most times you've signed into another Royal Death dot com exactly, ever, exactly, just to see if it was actually going to come up with a brand new page. Well, let's put it this way: I knew that there's like something. I think it's eight hours difference, time difference between Australia so, and New so Zealand. So you had a bit of space. So the new you rang in, and I've gone, no fuck, I've got eight hours. Come on, Phil. Come on, Philip. Come on, come on. You can do it, buddy. You can't. You can't do it. Stop breathing. Breathing is beyond you. So, um, so we ended up basically not having a winner. So no. we've got to work out 
the rules basically on what's happening now. So the plan was mm. that we would keep our regional 10. And there's a, another, I think we had about five other people that were in this as well. Yes. Um, so they were getting to keep their regional group. Yes. We'll need to bring someone in off the bench to replace Bob and also Brad will need to get someone in off the bench to replace his death. Yes. So we have our regional 10 plus yes. our one off the bench. Why, so, what, so that's- and then yep. we'll get to choose, all of us get to choose another 10. Mm. So we'll actually have a total of 20 going into 2020. 2020. Is that our plan? I think it is. Right. So anyone new that comes on board, and this is the invitation to anyone that wants to play Celebrity Deadpool 2020, mm. you actually get to choose 20 celebrities. Ooh. Yep, fair enough. Because Why I not? think they have to. They, well, to be fair. Otherwise, it's unfair for someone new coming on board. Yeah, because then, yeah, they've only got 10 opportunities yeah. and we've got 20. I'm happy with that. So I pick I wanna, 20. I want to jump in some little bylaws, though. I want to I want to add some amendments. Caveats. Yeah, okay. Yes. <sighs> I think we're only allowed one person each over the age of 100. No, I'm not fucking changing uh, my list. How many people have you got over the age of 100? I've already got two. Have you? Okay, well, then two. No, you can't. Sorry. Okay. Otherwise, all people are going to do is pick the fucking old people. Okay, and sorry. And it defeats the purpose of... I mean, how if you this? look at the deaths that we had this year, right, yes. the whole idea of this is that it's people you don't expect. They just suddenly die for whatever reason. It's like, okay. oh, that's terrible. So I've got another idea. No. All right, here we in. go. Yep. I will give you – I'm allowed to keep my original nine. That's like a trade period. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ori- I'm allowed to keep my original nine and my one off the bench. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you my one off the bench now Oh, because I chose to go with a like for like. Right, so you're going for a politician, you're I going have- uh, Paul Keating. No. No. The other one. Fraser. No, he's already dead, isn't he? Bob. Bob. Yeah, and then who's the other old politician that we've got? Oh, he, he would have been the um, who took away the guns. Yes. Um, Jack Boot Johnny. Can't remember his last name, isn't that terrible? John Howard. John Howard, of course. I was going to yeah. say Peacock. Who was who was preceded by, or who was followed up by Paul Keating. Yeah, Who knocked him in the back. So I, did, I thought if I went uh, John Howard, you know, Pretty much Australian Prime Minister. He was a fucking Australian Prime Minister for a very long time. Did all right. I didn't mind Johnny. Yeah. And I think John Johnny. is sub 100. No. Oh, yeah, you would be. Yeah, Sorry, sub 100. 100. Yep. So I'm going to say whoever's in my top 10, who's ever in that 10, you, that the 100 list doesn't apply to. And I will agree to only having one more over 100 in my 2020 top 10. Right. That's fair. So, and this will apply to everyone as well. This will apply to everyone. So, so anyone who participated in 2019, your list stands regardless of their age. So yes. if you've picked, yep, agree. If you've picked seven over 100, yep. then lucky to you, there are 101. But your 2020 10 can't be having more than one over 100. Right, I agree. Is that now, fair? the other thing, I, I agree. Fair. Okay, done. The other thing I thought I'd bring in. <laughs> Right, <laughs> the Armistice Treaty was settled quicker than this is going to be. I think in July, yes, right, we get to have a trade period in which you, oh, you can, can actually, swap You can out. actually swap five out for five different people. Oh shit! But you don't son. get to keep them once they're gone. They're gone. Mm-hmm. So you you have to decide whether you want to take up that trade period, yes, or whether you leave them because you really don't know. I mean, we can't tell the future. So, we don't know who's going to die. So maybe you might kick someone out, get someone new in, and then they die and they're not in the list anymore. Oh, shit. So you miss, wouldn't you be gutted? <laughs> wouldn't you? It's a little bit like you sit on that poker machine for like an hour. Mm. You've won nothing. 
It's you pumped 150 bucks into it. Fuck you, poker machine. So you sit on the one next to it. You're not, not going to win shit out of you. Yep. Sit on the one next to it. You pump 20 bucks in. You probably got 50 back thinking this is really good. So Someone I'm, sits on the one next to you. Puts, oh, I've only got a dollar. I'll just put it in for yep. fun. Suddenly 15 bloody hundred bucks comes up and you then punch that person in the face. Motherfucker. Mum. It's okay. It's my mum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Troy, stop hitting me. <laughs> oh, that, he's hitting me again. <laughs> I want the pokies. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'm thinking we do a trade period in July. Maximum five and maximum five. Seek if you wish. If you, you wish, you, you don't have, have to. Any. Um, but also retaining rule number one that those five cannot exceed over a hundred. Yep, agree. So you can swap a hundred out, but you can put one more hundred in. That's fine. But you can't put two hundreds yep. in. And it still means when you do the trade period, it still means there's got to be someone that's obviously. Comes on the first page of Google. Oh yeah, so that's, um, that's someone the that isn't well. actually someone that isn't sick already. Mm. Um, another one of our rules is we can't actively contribute to the death of someone on our list. Yes. So, um, and I think that was probably it. And if they are on death row, that still counts as long as they don't die by execution. Oh, I like that one. So I would have. So if you had have that's chosen good. Malat, yep, and he had been That'd be in, fine, and you had been, and he had been in America where they've got the death penalty because we yep. don't have that in Australia. If you had to chosen an Amalat type figure, infamous. That's um that's Amalat, by the way, not Amalat. Initials wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Ivan. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um that still counts. Because yeah. he died of yeah, causes unrelated to his Yeah, I'm happy with um, that. Um as if someone had chosen Chopper Reed. Uncle Chop Chop. That would have been fine. <laughs> Now look what you've done. You've upset your mother. <laughs> Pokes her in the face because she got 1500 bucks on the bogey. <laughs> it's okay. It's my mum. Jack's a wild. Just, for, um, just uh, to clarify to the listeners, I would never punch my mother anywhere. No. Because she'd hit me back harder. <laughs> oh, oh, there would be a can and it would be opened and that can would be whoop-ass. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I would Ooh. feel it. She'd hit you so hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> It'd be like an earthquake. Exactly. People in New Zealand would be like, what the fuck was that? The ground just moved. Oh, bro, did you? <laughs> did you feel that? Hey. Um, and I think we should still do it because I know that Brad's been all, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to win on countback, blah, blah, blah. I would be quite happy to win on the condition that I have the lowest average age of all the dead people. So if on the stroke of midnight 2020, going into 2021, I have the same amount of deaths as somebody else. Yeah, we're not rolling on again. It works on the youngest deaths. The average age of all the dead people. Yep. Now, is it all the dead people or your list? Which will also encourage you to have a, a younger list. No, it'll be, it'll be the, um, it would be the average age of, of your deaths on your list. Fair enough. Fair which enough. is where the, the equivalation of getting someone younger comes into it because mm. if it works out to a countback and you've had, um, I don't know who's young. Oh, Ariana question. Grande, as you said. Well, here's my here's my question. Justin so Bieber. Yep. Instead okay. of um, bloody someone Vera old Lynn. like a like Vera Lynn. <laughs> question. Yes. And we're going to discuss this a lot more in depth next week when we both have our lists. Yep. Because I've got most of my list pretty well. Yeah, I'll get my list together. Out. Um, trade week. Yep. In July. July. I'm thinking July. I think that's a good time. It's mid-year. Are you allowed to swap out some of your original 10? Oh, yeah, I think so. So any of your 20 yep. you can swap out? Swap out maximum of five, if you wish. Right. So I can get rid of my Ariana Grande? Yeah. 
and, you know, put in somebody else. Exactly right. Okay, I like that. Swap it for a Serena Gomez or something. <laughs> <laughs> Serena, Selena. Selena. Yeah. I think she's a tennis player. Yeah, I know my pop stars. Yeah, yeah you do. You're so woke. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that's a good idea. So, roadies, if you are listening to this, uh, you go to our socials, Facebook, Insta, Twitter. I'd go mm-hmm. to Facebook. Facebook's probably, the easiest. Probably gets a little bit more looked at and there's a bit more room for text. Yeah. Please send either Troy or I or both of us uh, a message on either Facebook um, and give us your list. Yeah. So if you contributed last year and you want to carry on to 2020. Let us know. We need your 2019 list again because otherwise we have to go back and look it up. Yep. Um, and we also need. takes a lot of work. It does. And we also need your 2020 list. Yes. And we will be discussing that in the next couple of weeks. You have until end the, of the end month. of January. Yep, end of the January. So whatever that happens to be, well, uh, what's our last podcasting day? Well, I think we'll um, we'll probably we'll podcast on we podcast on the twenty seventh. So actually, if you have it to us by the end of the month, we will announce your lists on February ten. Yeah, which means the show should be on in February 10. Yeah, yep. so we'll we'll talk about it on the 3rd, and then you will hear about it on February 10. I think that's probably a good there idea. Yeah, go. I think that's a plan. Winner, winner. Celebrity Deadpool 2020. Fuck, it could be huge. And once again, we are playing... May the death be with you. And also with you, <laughs> for those Catholics out there. Um, we are playing, once again, the prize will be the... Of course. The... Crossing over with John Edwards' medal, that either Troy, if Troy wins, I have to go and purchase mm-hmm. and have the name inscribed. If I win, Troy has to go and purchase the medal and have that my name inscribed. Mm-hmm. If a roadie wins, oh. I'm still going to try and get Troy to do it because. Um, <laughs> Look, it's probably easier for me. I, I work near a trophy place. Exactly, it's, probably. And we yeah. know where I work, and that's not near no, anything. So, but we, someone at the end of this year mm. will actually have a crossing over John Edwards medal, celebrity Deadpool medal as a winner. Yeah. Um, and if it works out that someone ties, well, like no we tie. may have done, if someone people got the same people, it's still possible there could be a draw. Yes. Then it. Then those we, people. I reckon we just. Would buy a medal and we cut it in half. <laughs> yeah, I've got an angle grinder. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> I've got an angle grinder or... Can't afford two medals. <laughs> no, no, here's the thing. If two people are tied at the end, dead tied because they've got the same person like you and I did with... Bob Org. Bob. Mm-hmm. It then goes on count back average age of your total list. Oh, you like that. So there's no tie. Someone is so going to So there's no win. tie because that really does... Encourage going for a yep. younger so set. So the younger list, the more chance you yep. got of winning. If for some reason there is a countback scenario. Where the countback can't be decided on the deaths, it then goes the countback is decided on the list. Oh, isn't that a positive? It's actually counted on the living. Yeah. The oh. living will decide who gets the dead list. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful. It just is. It's lovely. It's nice. It's different. It's unusual. But that's so beautiful. I think it needs mm. a little tune of a... Uh, oh, Troy. Oh, shit. Bloody hell, Troy. That's all we got. <laughs> That's all we had budget for, roadies. I'm sorry. That's it. That's a beautiful little tune. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Yep. Um, Stringed instrument, though. It was We beautiful. still haven't got our fucking harp player. That's no, a problem. come we on, roadies. We wanted someone a few weeks back. <laughs> no one's come on board. If you play the harp- Get on board. Yeah, if you want to be famous, you know, we're not going to pay you, but I'll tell you what, fame's fame is worth more. It's going to be like K-pop, 
basically, wow. where you'll be famous and not get paid. And possibly <laughs> die. Possibly. Maybe we should get some of those people on our dead police. Because they have a good run, yeah, apparently. They, yeah. They just disappear. But they're not dead. They just disappear. Yeah, point, a difference. you got to prove the death. Yeah, you really mm. do. Need the body, kids. Need, need the, the body. <laughs> that old chestnut. You need a body to be able to claim that someone's dead. Now, <laughs> Mr. Barnes, speaking of K-pop, <laughs> that is my only segue. Right, okay. What have you been doing? <laughs> New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. I got myself a gig. You I did? worked. I went away um, and attended, I would suggest, Tasmania's largest uh, music festival. Oh, definitely. Easily the largest music festival. Falls Festival. Yep. Um, I didn't attend as a punter. Um, I got a gig working there. Uh I have to tell you a couple of things that happened. Do tell me, Jay Mather. I love hearing about the Mather adventures. <laughs> now, to start off with, it is a a working farm for the rest of the year, and it's a bit of bushland and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea is you go in. They've got a little town that sort of pops up. It's like a, its own Burning Man, yep. only with about 150,000 less people. Okay. Right? Because <laughs> Burning Man's quite fucking big. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, and... Very feminist as well. Exactly. Just burn all the men. <laughs> burn the bastards. Didn't burn you watch them. The, burn them. Wasn't it Black Man? Wasn't that the film that you watched that was a bit like that? Black Man. No, the horror film that you watched recently? Oh, um, Black Christmas. Black Christmas, yes. yes. Burn them all. Burn them all, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, so I went burn down there, and they are of the. They really want to be good to the environment, and when they leave, they don't really want much of a trace that they were there. And within a couple of months, the grass will grow back and. It'll be a couple of structures that are left there, but no real impact to the environment. Yep. As such, and also wanting to... They're big on recycling and you're not allowed to take single... They they discourage single-use items. Mm -hmm. So take a refillable drink bottle. Use a reusable condom. Reusable condom. Just turn it inside out, wash it out, you'll be fine. Um, They even encourage that by saying, if you buy a drink at the bar, we're going to charge you for the cost of your drink. Plus $2 for your cup. Okay. If you come back with the cup, you just pay for your drink. If at the end of the festival you have managed to keep hold of that cup- Well done. Bring it back and they'll give you a dollar for it and that gets washed and reused next year. Wow. I don't know I how don't many know people will take that. I want to do that. But <laughs> yeah, but some people do. I'm all for looking after the environment, not so much for using someone else's germs as my drink cup. But oh, if You do that at the bar anyway. It's just different. Fair enough. It's plastic as well. <laughs> but if you rock up with your own container, like a drink container or a drink bottle, you don't pay the fee. Yep. So that's the way they do it, and it kind of works. Yeah, very cool. They also have something that, like, my I, you sleep on site, right? Yep. Now, I'd made the decision, I don't camp. No, Sweet, you're not a camper. Sweetie. Mm. <laughs> I'm not very camp at all. Um, <laughs> I My idea of camping is no room service. Like, that's three and a half stars is probably me roughing it. So when I got there and realized that it was camping- Such a pussy. I know. <laughs> I, I don't own a tent. I did get offered to lend one, but I'm like, I'm going to have to put it up. And then what happens if it rains? And it just all seemed very- So I decided oh, I was going to- poor thing. I was going to sleep in the car. Yeah. Now, I managed to get a single bed mattress, and I worked out that if I fold the front seats forward and move them forward, fold the back seats down, yep. it fits. Okay, that's not too bad then. Unfortunately- Still would be perfectly comfortable, but- I've had worse. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my seats don't fold flat. 
the middle seats don't fold completely flat. Okay. On a slight incline. It's not much. Yep. When you park slightly uphill and you don't realise it, and then you get in. Got a bit of slippy sliding going on. When you get in the sleeping bag, you realise that you start to slide downhill <laughs> and all night your feet are touching the end of the car and you're pushing yourself up. So the next night you turn the car around so you're facing downhill. Yep. Sorts that problem right out. Good, no man. worries at Very all. clever. Doesn't well, matter that the fact is you actually reversed over about four people camping when you turn the car around, but look, that doesn't matter. wasn't my fault. Yep, they weren't on the Deadpool list. They weren't so. on the Deadpool list. I wasn't mm. encouraging it. Yep. So I give a sleep in the swag. Exactly. <clears throat> Stupid bloody campers. <laughs> anyway, so then we've talked in the rock. past about <laughs> toilets we love and toilets we hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both a big fan of the Southeast Asian toilets with the hose. Mm. These Good ones one. did not have that. Okay. These were long drops. Oh, the old long drop. The old long drop. But you walked, it was a little structure made of uh, roofing iron. Yep. And you walked up four stairs and there's a board. They'd cut a hole in the board, drilled a plastic toilet seat to it, which underneath that was a very large bin, like a big wheelie bin. And that's where you went. Yep. That's where everything went. And then you just wiped your ass, got a handful of the sawdust, which was right next to you. And chuck that in on top. Yep. There was a certain aroma on day one that you got used to by day five, but by day one, I'm like, and that was, and I was very fortunate because I was working for the event company that putting, and I was working doing safety and stuff like that. Yeah. We got exclusive toilets, so it was only being used by the promoter, site manager, all the people who oh, your own bin. Yeah, we had our own <laughs> bin basically, two bins, two toilets. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fine. I had to, at one point, visit general population or gen pop, and I Ooh. went to use one of the toilets there, thinking I'd just go in for a you know, yep. quick wee. Yep, how'd that go? Fuck me. I turned around to there very, very quickly. <laughs> because people don't just go to the toilet in those. There was that aroma of beer spew. Oh, lovely. And it was like some sort of Pollock painting. It was really just pro-heart. Oh, it sounds amazing, Not Jay. pleasant. But the thing is that I th- – this is one of the amazing things. The whole event is pretty much staffed by volunteers. They have the Lou crew. Their job as a volunteer, for fuck's sake – Oh, no, is to swap the bins – to clean the whole thing, replenish the sawdust, replenish oh, the toilet paper, no. and pull and swap the bins out. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that job. They're a volunteer. Yeah, no, I'm not volunteering for that. Do you know what they get in return? I'd want a blowjob from Halsey. Ticket to the festival. No, I wouldn't do that. Now, I know that there's a price that would get me to do that job, but I think it's a very large number with a lot of zeros <laughs> on the end. Like, a lot of zeros on the end, and I would be... Shucking and jiving to try and get the VIP toilets, not the one just next to the mosh pit. Did they, did they name the toilets? Was one called Lewis Capaldi? Oh, no, but they so should have. good, wouldn't it? No, there was Blue Lou and Pink Lou and all that no, kind of stuff. But each, here's Lewis. the cool thing, though. Every toilet was numbered. And on the inside of the door is the toilet number. So that you do number one in that one, and number, number two, two in, in that, that one. one. <laughs> What do I do in 137? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, no, because if the toilet is out of paper, out of sawdust or full, there's a number. You text that number oh, that's to clever. a phone number 
which came to me because I was working in the event control. So I saw all these texts saying- And you were just like, ah, oh, fuck them. Fuck you. <laughs> so I get the text saying- Use the sawdust. <laughs> toilet number 37 out of paper. And so I would radio through to the Lou Patrol or the Lou Crew yep. and tell them that. And they'd be like, yep, we'll go and fix that up. And for, okay, so this number was everywhere on site. I was expecting my whole day was just fielding dick pics. Like, I thought that's all I was going to do. <laughs> it really wasn't. Everyone was quite reasonable and lovely about it. There you go. I got the couple of, well done, Lou Crew, doing a great job. Nice. I'm like, that's awesome. So we always phoned those ones through, so that was quite funny. Yep. But oh, Well done, Lou Crew. Patriots. Exactly. Now- mm. I managed to see two people who I was very, very much looking forward to seeing. Are we talking artists? Artists, right. yes. So I, I had my shifts, and then yep. I got to see John Farnham. Oh, did you? Fuck, he was good. Was he- um 70, yes. Was, was he the voice? I mean, was he? is his voice still there? It just is. Okay. Oh, my giddy ass. He's one of those. I always was a bit fearful that maybe he might have done a bit of a Daryl Braithwaite and really lost his Braith. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Look, because I'm not a singer, um, he might have lost his total range. Yep. Look, I'm certain that's the case. But you, he's been. If he can s- still sing, fuck, he's been singing since he released Sadie, I think in '68, mm-hmm. and he's still fucking singing. Yeah, those tonsils are doing all right. Yeah. Um, he still had his same backup singers. Okay. Which yep. is great. Same bass players and all that kind of stuff. So he's he's very loyal to his band, which is really he's got good his to posse. See. He's got his posse. Um, and he did the back catalogue. He did Chain Reaction. And f- his set was only an hour. And the start, everyone's, Sadie, Sadie. He's like, no, I'm not bloody well and singing And these are all safe for people that guys wouldn't have been alive when Sadie was even done. And to be honest, don't really give a shit about it. As John Farnham said, you are old enough to be my grandchildren. <laughs> yep. Like, that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they did that. He did Chain Reaction. And then you heard the opening to... You're the voice. Yep. The whole place, there was about 8,000 people. I'm getting tingles now. Just swarm the stage. There was people on other people's <laughs> shoulders. I even saw a dude with another dude on his shoulder with a chick on top of his shoulder. Wow. Fucking dude at the I bottom. Caterpillar. <laughs> did not skip leg day. Like he was, <laughs> he was, he was built. And I'm standing there and then I see John Funneman. And you know how most artists let the audience sing a little bit. Yep. And then they go back and they sing the rest. And so they generally get a chorus and that's about it. Mm-hmm. John Farnham, I reckon, let the crowd sing half the song. <laughs> and at one point in time, and look, this is probably me being over-sentimental. Aww. It just looked like he sat, stood there and just he put his arms to his side and it was he started to well up. And we so I started it, to cry. Blanket over him. Yeah, and it just exactly was. He was just receiving 8,000 people saying, you are relevant you are important, you are a fucking national treasure, and this is your song, and it resonates with us. And he was just, like, overcome. And unfortunately, he then went off stage and then came back for the encore, Mm -hmm. and he did um, Long Way to the Top, and people didn't get really with you. Um, That's amazing. It really is. I love the fact that he is still so relevant, he's still so amazing, and and people who – didn't even go through that era of when John was huge, like mm. when you know Sharon Reaction, you're the voice, and Age 90s. of Reason, and all that. Yep. Kind of, when all that stuff come, um, come through, um, which was an amazing bit of music, and even Absolutely. listening to it now, it's still great music. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to do, 
as my love for him and love for this country. Because mm. I'm going to state right now that he's on my Deadpool list for 2020. Oh. <laughs> John Farnham's oh, in my other 10. Oh, fuck me. Wow. John Farnham's in my other 10. So. Wow. <laughs> That's harsh. Right That's so harsh. Well, the next act that was up after John Farnham- <laughs> Was your man crush? Oh, Lewis Capaldi. Lewis Capaldi. So, oh, nice. basically, John played for an hour. Then half did the t- please. Um, no, I'll let you tell the story. Mm. Yep. So, John played for half an hour. Uh, for an hour. Yep. And then you had about a twenty-five minute changeover, and then Capaldi came on. Now, Lewis Capaldi would not have, in my opinion, any idea on who the fuck John Farnham is. No. If anything, only his publicist crew would have said. This is the look, voice of Australia, basically. Look, there's this old guy. He's been singing in Australia for years. They'll probably really Here's like him. Here's a YouTube clip. Here's a YouTube clip. Exactly. And, and so Lewis obviously got there early for his set. He didn't just rock up. So he, because it's a long way to get there. So he would have been off stage somewhere and he would have heard the 8,000 people screaming yeah, okay. tits off at You're the Voice. Yep. And he came and he went, fuck me. How about <laughs> that, John Farnham? And I tell that that accent there. Is nowhere near as rough as his. No. God, he's hard to understand sometimes. <laughs> it was just so brilliant that there was a very, probably one of the biggest stars on the planet at the moment, one of the most popular singers on the planet at the moment, mm-hmm. went, that was fucking awesome. Like, yeah. how about that? And he goes, are you in for a rock and roll show? And everyone went, yes. He goes, well, you went to the wrong gig. <laughs> <laughs> I only do love songs. Like, I only do sad shit. When um, I saw a, a, an interview with him or something here a, a few years or probably a year ago when he first started to take off, mm. and people said, How would you describe your music? He said, oh, It's basically for uh, elderly single women to just weep to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because he got up and said, I can't believe it falls. You, are, you have been amazing. It's been a while since I've been in Australia. I played to 350 people in Melbourne last year. Yep. And now you're all here. Like, no one knew who he was 12 months ago, really. And such a turnaround. Such a turnaround. He um, he goes, I love Australian. I won't try and slaughter his voice. I love Australians because they use the word cunt just as much as Scots. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, but you shouldn't use that word, kids. Yeah, you should. Because <laughs> it's an all-ages event. So there was toddlers there. Yep. And he's swearing like an absolute trooper. Um, he every- basically should have been Australian. He's he, such a character. Well, we should have apparently been Scots, according to him. Okay, right. There um, you go. I was the only one, I think, um, at the gig when the band walked out, started to sing You'll Never Walk Alone, mm-hmm. which is the theme song to the Celtic Football Club um, and also Liverpool. So fucking don't shoot on me for that, Liverpoolian fans, um, <laughs> because all his band were wearing the hoops, which is the Celtic green okay, and white. Right. Yep. And then oh, no one did that. So I'm like, hail, hail, the Celts are here. And I was all alone once again. But I knew what I was on about. Yep, anyway. that's good. Um, so he comes out and he does that, and that's all well and good. And he's, I would love to see him in concert because his banter between songs, it's a fucking stand-up comedy act. Yeah, and I think it would change every gig. Mm. Oh. I, I don't think it's actually like scripted out. No. He just comes up and just- It's not. Is himself. He goes, I can't believe, I'm a Scotsman, I am so hot. My balls are like a swamp at the moment. You should just come for a swim. And he goes, not like swimming my balls, but you know what? I'm, I didn't mean it like that. I just, I'm saying my balls are sweaty. My big hairy balls are really sweaty. And he's just going on about his balls yep. and just. And the dude's not a good looking dude. He's not he's handsome, lad, as and he gets. did not dress well. No, he doesn't. He, he just, doesn't even try. Like he had a plumber's crack and ill fitting top, but 
the one thing they did to John Farnham, which I forgot to mention, is they obviously all got prepared for Lewis Capaldi. And so people were throwing sunglasses to John Farnham, who's oh, like, yeah, okay. what the fuck are people throwing yeah. sunglasses at me for? And the people that don't for? know, he's got this, this wonderful, just weird- Fascination. Fascination, I suppose, is the best word, yeah. of just wearing ridiculously bright, almost Dame Edna-style glasses. Oh, it's Dame Edna They're or Elton John. There. Yeah. Elton John is probably <laughs> another great one, yeah. um, to the point where he's got collections of them. People were throwing yeah. them at them. When he first started getting the fame and he was on his Instagram and all that, doing videos and photos, it was just photos of him with these stupid glasses and videos mm. of him in stupid glasses, trying and on different suits. ones. And track suits. <laughs> and track like, suits. just being a complete dick, and he hasn't changed that. Well, after his gig, he, everyone sang, and it was all well and good, and he, his banter was brilliant. Someone threw a shoe at him, and he went- I saw a video of this. So he did a shoey. Yep. He picked up a stranger's shoe- Tipped his, he goes, do I fucking just like drink it out of the air? And everyone's like, yay! And he's going, you are mad. And so he goes, and the thing is, I hate feet. <laughs> and he drank out of somebody else's shoe and he goes, I can taste the tinea. Like I can just, there were bits in that and that's just not fucking right. And he threw the shoe back to the to the person and they were like, ah, Lewis, come out, he drank out of beer out of my shoe. They had a fucking wet shoe for the rest of the gig, but you know. So that was that there, and that was it was absolutely fun, absolutely brilliant. The question I've got to ask, it. though, and this is what I was hoping would happen. Mm. Did John Farnham come back and sing a no. track with Lewis? Oh, see, that would have been great. No, there was no- I think that would have been gold. I don't- Look, I didn't see every act because it's a four-day festival. Yeah. So I'm not sure whether or not anyone played on anyone else's stage because there's only three stages. The one that I thought might have happened, mm. um, only because they had a song together, but um, Halsey- I always get it wrong. Halsey, Halsey, I always say kind of Halsey. Sure. Um, and Youngblood. Yeah. They did a song which was um, 11 minutes, not longer, together. It's and a long they were song. both at false. Okay, right. So that's. Um, <laughs> that's half your set. <laughs> well, um, Quarter of your set. Uh, uh, there'd be a Queen song, mm. Bohemian Rhapsody. It's probably about the same sort of length <laughs> yeah, as that. Pretty much. <laughs> um, and probably something from Dice Straits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> every song from yeah. Dice Straits. Easy one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I reckon they would have done. But I was just hoping that maybe because Lewis Capaldi, he kind of t- goes to a country, yep. and then takes on this persona of you know the favourite son has arrived. He really did. He was yeah. like the prodigal son in return. Yeah. So I was just hoping that because John Farnham was there, and I didn't realise they were following each other one after the I other. I was hoping that there might have been that opportunity. I had to that. Do something I had. A, I really had that desire mm. as well, but. It didn't happen, and that's okay. I mean, okay. more the point for John Farnham to come out and help sing one of um, Lewis Capaldi's mm. better songs. That would have been the go. Yeah, That would probably. have been great because that would only attract him more back to another crowd. Mm. People going, who the in. fuck's this old man singing yeah. with Capaldi? The fuck, he sounds good. Bloody oath, he's got some <laughs> pipes on him. What about this You're the Voice moment? <laughs> anyway, so there's one more yeah. thing that happened. It wasn't during either Lewis or, or um, John's set. It was- I think it was New Year's Eve. I can't really remember. John Lewis Proprietary Limited. John it sounds Lewis. like a, a lawyer's firm. Maybe that's what we should call our um, PR company, John Lewis. John Lewis. Yeah, mm. I like it. Now, the festival Fuck do not- could con- be taken seriously. I know. This <laughs> festival does not condone the behaviour I'm about to describe. Do- okay. Does not encourage it and certainly uh, scorns upon it. You and I have both been to Soundwave where we've seen various crowd surfers. Yep. In fact, we've seen the guy in the wheelchair being lifted up yeah, and passed around, and we thought that was brilliant. It's just cool. I've seen something better. Okay. A person has gone to the trouble to smuggle in- some A casket with their grandfather in it. 
No, that would have been much no, better. Imagine that coming from the back, just a dead body. <laughs> imagine if that was like My Chemical Romance. MC. <laughs> someone's the black casket just exactly. cruising across. Like a, anyway. So this person had altered the item that they brought in mm-hmm. and removed the bits that might hurt somebody else. Okay. They managed to smuggle it under a fence because they had to take it past security. So they smuggled it under a fence where security wouldn't see. Yep, don't condone any of this, obviously. I do not condone any of this. This is I not knew it wasn't cool. involved in security either. So no, I'm not, not, I wasn't even rostered no. on. I just saw pictures. Yep. Uh, this pictures that then, happened? This person's gone to the mosh pit yep. and said to his mates, I'm going up for a uh, crowd surf. And yep. they've gone, of course you are. You brought your fucking surfboard. Surfboard. Really? He brought a cert, taken the fins out, and they lifted him up. <laughs> Fucking best thing I have ever seen. It was insane. It was so cool, but not condoned. I wonder if that's been done anywhere else before. I'm sure it has. I feel like it should have been. Absolutely. An actual surf Surfing, the mosh pit. Yeah. The, your problem with doing that is getting your surfboard to the mosh pit. Yeah. So you need to be in an event like this where you can you, you legally do that bring wave. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, if you're going to falls – it wouldn't be uncommon to see people with a surfboard on their car. True. It's not a contraband to bring into the camping area. Yeah, no one's going to go, well, they've got a surfboard. Sorry, mate. You're not allowed to yeah, well, with that. you're fucking right near the beach. So if you want to <laughs> yeah. go for a morning surf, you can. Yep. So you're not going to bring it to Soundwave where you have to get into the Melbourne showgrounds and whatever and try and get that through. Imagine that on the tram. <laughs> exactly. So this guy's got his surfboard on, taking the fins off. Ferret- At least he's done it smart. Yeah, exactly. And we did. they did tell him... They did get him down eventually, but I can tell you that call to tell him to stop was a very, very slow one. <laughs> and the photos I saw were from people who were higher up in the hierarchy of the yeah. festival going, well, I suppose cool that? if they can see it and have that moment of, look, this isn't actually hurting anyone at the moment. Mm. Yeah, it's probably breaking the, breaking the rules, but let's just not move too quickly. Let's mm. have it, let them have their moment. Yep. Let's get some great photos for the event because people are going to love it. But, but they won't publicise And then we'll say- well done, boys, but unfortunately, we've got to move that on. But they won't publicise those photos because that condones the behaviour. They of just course. want social media to publicise those photos. One more thing. Have we got time? Yeah, no, throw a quick one in. Excellent. That's what she That's said. What she said. <laughs> so my job down there at Falls Festival was uh, every rodeo call that came into the event control room, I was the person responsible for typing that out. Yep. So every first aid, every ambulance, I know, police, fireys, cleaners, mm-hmm. um, security, loo crew, loo crew safety, anything that came into any of our groups was radioed through to us. My job was to, to note all that down. And then the other person sitting next to me was radioing the teams to respond. Yep. And then between the both of us, we would follow up with first aid. So someone was intoxicated and they've passed out, they've gone to first aid. What's their treatment? Oh, they've sobered up and they've been sent back to the festival or actually they've gone and they're staying there for a bit longer. Yep. So we'd follow all that up just so that at the end of the festival we can see what issues you might have so we can be better prepared exactly. for it's like, shit, we forgot about Timmy and Toilet 57. Exactly. <laughs> it's been locked in there for five hours. But it's also that thing because each time you log an issue, it starts a timer. Right. So we know how Has long- to be it, dealt with. So we know how long we've actually taken to respond to that. Yeah. Um, one of the key ones was the weather. So as you may or may not know, Falls Festival in Victoria was cancelled. Yeah, Because right. of extreme weather and they cancelled that. So we were actively watching the weather coming in from South Australia, Victoria and into Tasmania mm-hmm. to see whether or not what the potential was there in constant contact with the Bureau of Meteorology. What's specifically our forecast? Do we need to cancel, postpone, or what do we need to do? Yep. And in the end, we 
we were okay. Um, it got a bit warm one day, but it was fine. Especially in Lewis Capaldi's trousers. was a sweaty swamp of the ball, hairy ball man. Swamp ball man. But my other job is also to monitor the cameras. So there's a few, like there's a dozen or so cameras all around the site. So you've got visibility and you can zoom in and, and see all those sort of shenanigans. Yep. My shift was 6am to 6pm. I can tell you now, from 6am till about 12 or 10, it's a bit quiet. Okay. The first stage starts at about 10 o'clock, but yep. that's very much a chill out sort of, you know, it's yeah. a camper van with a couple of people. Probably just warming up from the previous night. Correct. So people are getting out a bit bleary-eyed and yep. hunting for coffee and breakfast. So we play a game that I introduced Falls <laughs> Festival to is Festival Bingo. Okay. I and like what it. we do is we, we write nine things down and through the day, 24-hour period, you've got to try and find those things on the camera. Yeah, right. And it's good fun. So I'll go through one of those things there. Right-o. I'll go through cool. one of our lists. So the day one, yep. uh, either fishnets right. or a leotard. Oh, okay. We stop counting after four. Right. <laughs> um, now, fishnets, even though you buy the beach, obviously not to catch, catch fish. No, correct. It's actually the ones that go over the legs. Item of clothing. Yep. Uh, a cheap onesie or an expensive onesie. Okay, yeah, like I'd imagine that would happen. Didn't get one. Bullshit. Did not no find- No pun on, didn't get one onesie. Look, it might have been there, but we didn't see it on camera. Wow, not even a like a bloody, what are they called, those Twinkie things, the bloody Teletubbies? No, not a Teletubby. Mind you, wow. it was 39 degrees, so- Ah, come on. Now- Harden up. <laughs> we also had rules for the, the thing. If you were out in the field, you could see it, but you had to take a photo and someone else had to verify it. Need a proof. Yep. Need a proof. For proof exam- of life. Proof <laughs> of life. For example, our ambulance person came in and went, one of them was a kilt. Yep. You had to find someone in a kilt. She goes, I've just seen a person present a first aid tent in a kilt. And we're like, well, we can't fucking see it. It doesn't Didn't happen. happen. Yep. So St. John's went, hang on, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> and off he ran <laughs> and he went and verified it. So they got the point. Nice. Uh, any DIY hat? So a pizza box converted into a hat, uh, a beer carton converted into a hat, mm-hmm. anything you want yep. converted into a hat. Cool. Lobster people. So people who hadn't sunburned. Slept, slept sunburned. Yep. Uh, we saw two. People. We nice. saw two guys wearing tank tops that were completely white, and their arms were completely oh. red. Unfortunately, they weren't wearing tank tops. Oh, they were wearing tank tops the ouchie. day before. It That's, was horrendous. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yep. Um, we had one crew who weren't responding on the radio, so it was to get a response from them. We finally managed to hail them, and they got back to us, so that was okay. Because we had on-site animals. We had a goat that mm-hmm. we had to find a home for. Three tiger snakes. One of them we got rehoused. Nice. The other two went away. Swarm of bees. Two German shepherds. <laughs> and, and a werewolf. And a, probably a werewolf. Yeah. Um, morph suit Oh yeah Or a costume mm-hmm. uh, The costume that one Costume wore, would be easy There was a few costumes Our first costume was a Sailor Moon Okay So that was our first one Yeah uh, Kids in trolleys that are not pushers Okay right on. So people who have who've got the old Bunnings trolley Or a, a wood trailer or a wheelbarrow yep. And that's how they're getting the kids around yeah, right on. Yeah, That's good. it there uh, Boys in bikinis like a mankini kind of thing? Anything. Any right, mankini. No. We didn't get one of those. No boys in bikinis. Right. That's not a bad thing. Uh, our stupid call out. So when we get a call out over the radio, what's the stupid call out? The stupid call out that won for that day was we need bug spray for ants in the camping area. Okay. Righto. Okay. Um, the next day was dogs. <laughs> Poor ants. Dogs on site in different roles. Yep. Because you had the sniffer dogs and we had companion dogs and we had all that kind of stuff. Yeah, of course. 
Uh, matching outfits, that was big this year. Right. Yeah. Uh, suits or after five wear? Suits or after five? Really? Surely not. Oh, yeah. We won that one. That oh, was a fucking wow. easy one. Uh, we would have also accepted birthday suits. Why? It was New Year's Eve. People wanted to dress up. Yeah. Uh, bathrobes for the next day. Right. That was there as well. Um, and inflatable anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So they were some of the uh, the things Look, that we were playing. If you're there from six to six and you're basically in a van, you've got to oh, do something to take up your time. It's not a van, though. It's a room as bigger than this room. Okay. Um, it's custom built because you've got nice. – well, what do we have? We had two people from first aid, a radio operator, me, uh, our field person who was going in and out all the time, yep. security, ambulance, and fire. They're all in this one room. Yeah, I know. That's and a big-ass emergency, Aussie. Well, you have to have all these people because you can't do it all via radio. Sometimes yeah. you want to go, security, can you get someone to this coordinates? And the map's up there and it's all gridded, so we know we're sending you to K3 or whatever. The Mission um, Impossible theme music starts. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so that was it. That was my Falls Festival. Nice. Um, it was lovely. If you haven't been to Falls, I wouldn't probably go as a punter because it's just not my Messy. scene. But I will go back to work because it was a yeah. really good environment. Yeah, cool. And I need to show you a photo of my new girlfriend that I met at Falls. Her name is Matilda. Okay. And that's what she looks like. Oh, is that a wombat? It's a baby wombat. Fuck me. Yep. She's only seven months old. Oh, Joe May, though. I... You, you look like Dr. Harry in that photo. <laughs> Don't I ever with my <laughs> Dr. little- Dr. Harry Cooper. So there she is. That's gorgeous. So one of the- um, And I'm not looking in a mirror, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, one of the volunteers um, is Houses Rescue yeah, Animals. that's cute as fuck. So Matilda's mum- love wombats. Matilda's mum had passed away, and so Matilda was being housed by this volley for about 18 months. That's gorgeous, And man. so she brought her into the emergency centre, and we looked after her while this volley went out and did a meeting. It was adorable. Anyway, so I thought Sounds I'd just share that. terrible. Mm. You know who else loves wombats? Whom? Thoughtful Troy. Does he now? Mm. Has he, is he in the house? He's got some wisdom. Excellent. First wisdom for 2020. Oh, this will be huge. Mm. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. One of my followers worldwide sent me a message via the internet. Dear Thespian of the Thoughts, I know that many people do it, but I tend to masturbate more than what I feel is normal. What are your thoughts on this? Regards, Rod Stroker. (laughs) Well, Rod, I'm sorry, but I don't believe in the touching of the tassel. Pleasure should come from others, not yourself. That's why I have so many wives. In fact, Lynn, a stunning wife of my very early married years, once became frustrated when I wanted to when she wanted to seduce me in the way of the sex. I suggested and suggested that uh, because I was not really up for it, that I sought myself out. Oh. She said, Have a fiddle. I said, Lynn. I do not wish to fiddle with myself. She said, just do it. I said, no. Lynn yelled, just have a fiddle. I said, I can't. She asked, why? I said, because it's vile, Lynn. (laughs) Thank you. 
and bliss. Oh, what a cracking start to 2020. Idiot. Roadies. It's just going to be one of those years. <laughs> don't forget Celebrity Deadpool. No, don't forget Celebrity Deadpool. We are- Work on your list. Eagerly waiting. We want as many Celebrity Deadpoolers as possible for 2020. Yeah, and don't forget there is a very, probably very shiny, crossing over with John Edward oh, medal. It's going to be sexy. It'll be a sexy medal. It will be more sexy than both of Troy and I combined. Wow. wow. That is a sexy medal. Isn't it ever? Anyway, on that, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.